Welcome to the Madison Story Slime Podcast. I'm coming to you live from my friend Dan and Jordan's apartment on West Washington Avenue. Now you know where they live. You can come and murder them. Hey, we're doing a podcast today. Uh, none of these guys are like uh, politicians or comedians or anything. They're just my friends from high school. Uh, so we're just going to have a good time and talk. The main point of doing this podcast today is I wanted to let you know we're changing venues. We'll no longer be at uh, Johnson Public House anymore. We will be meeting next Friday, the 27th. At the Wilmar Center on Jennifer Street. It is 953 Jennifer Street. It'll still be from 7 o'clock to 10. Show up at 6 and sign up. Uh, theme is Worst Jobs. Anyway, that's all I've really got to say to you. Um, here's me, Dan, Dave, and Jordan. Uh, welcome, guys. How's everybody doing? Hey. hey. We're good. We're good. Good. Uh, so it's Saturday. What do you guys all do today? Oh, man. Not a whole lot. I took a shower. That's how I started the day, but... Uh, <laughs> Classic day. I might finish it with one too, just to kind of end cap, you know, <laughs> bookend the day, just shower in the morning, come shower at night, come full circle. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the best possible day. Uh, just keep in mind when you're talking, like point the microphone towards your mouth, guys. Sure. Thanks. Well, sorry. I started my day being hungover and having to coach a sixth grade basketball game. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, what team? Oh, Without saying, <laughs> without saying what school we all went to, without saying what school we all went to, you might not want to say I was hungover yeah, and went there. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> taught them about uh, good morals and I values. Was just wasted with these kids. I will say we played Saint Dennis. I will say that much. Okay. See, the game did not turn out so well. I think my brain was not firing all on all cylinders. How long have you been coaching now? I didn't. I didn't realize you started coaching. Yeah, it's a, this is my second year. Um, I've coached fifth and sixth grade last year, and this year it's just a sixth grade team. Uh, team's surprisingly good this year. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. But going back to school, I think this might be my last year doing it, though, for a while. Uh, you heard it here first, people. Jordan's going back to school. Insert awesome sound effect here. you got to introduce sound effects to the podcast now. <laughs> this is, listen. This is not, this is not AM, yeah, it's, it's not AM radio. Not AM. F- morning FM morning radio. It's yeah. not like, oh, we were here with Zany and the man. Not to say it can be. Just once in a while, just pepper in a pew. Did you guys, were you? Mandatory, this, this yeah. podcast has a Rod Stad segment. Rod Stad. Rod segment. Were you sitting at uh, the table with us at Jayla's wedding when Jordan and I were, were pretending to be Zany morning radio DJs? I and he no, was like was the sound effects guy. I was like, all right, let's check in with Jordan in the chopper. And he was like, chuck, 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 chuck. <laughs> all right, in Madison, it's uh, 30 degrees. In Janesville, 30 degrees. <laughs> it was the stupidest shit in the world. We were dying laughing. So <laughs> <laughs> Is that so when you good. guys did your, like, driving this Daisy? Uh, we're not going to talk about that yeah, on record. This, this, this podcast can get dark if we go down that one. Because <laughs> remember, we did that one last time for, like, 45 minutes and pissed <laughs> everyone off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we did. Um, so, uh, Dan, uh, you were just uh, brewing beer. I was. I was brewing beer with my friend Lion. It was it was a solid brew day. Yeah. What kind of beer are you brewing these days? Making a blood orange wheat beer. Wheat. Wheat, as uh, they say in in Belgian land. That's not true. Dan's gonna beat me for that. Is this? Uh, you've been brewing for like. I don't know, two years, three years? No, not even. It's been like a year oh. and a couple months, actually. Well, I'm sick of this shit in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm moving out, Dan. That's the real reason. Yeah. Oh, you're moving out? I'm you're leaving? Breaking up the band. Oh, this is... Uh, Jen Radel playing the role of Yoko Ono. Seriously, yeah. 
and I've been and I've been waiting for a proper format to air my grievances. So this is perfect. This is like uh, almost like Festivus, yeah. where it's the errands of grievances. Yeah, exactly. No. I didn't know Festivus was a thing until like really recently when I heard it on the Judge John Hodgman pod. Wait, but how how did you, did you not watch Seinfeld? Yeah, it's a thing from you Seinfeld. Really see it at the time. Uh, I don't. I don't really. But is Festivus is the one with the is that the one with the sad vent tree and like? Uh, no, Festivus has a Festivus pole. Oh, that's the one with the pole. Okay. <laughs> it's it's an invention of uh, Jerry Stiller's character in Seinfeld. That's right, Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, stop moving that mic around so much. I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. You you do need to bring it. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You do need to bring that mic just a little bit closer to both you guys. You got a lot of. We'll just, uh, we'll just huddle up we'll just, a little bit. We'll just tongue we'll tongue punch this thing. Well, you don't. I mean, oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, so, part of what we're going to be talking about today is uh, Story Slam. That uh, we've got this whole new venue going on. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I, mostly because I can move my elbows and not like hit eight people. Yeah, yeah. Fingers yeah, crossed. But that'll be nice. I don't know. It's cool. It's, it's, and you can bring your nasty drink concoctions in there since it's bring your own. Yeah, it is bring your own beer. Or yeah. you tell us about the new venue, Adam. Like, you're you're really more involved know, in it. Really so we can about it. <laughs> it's excellence, but just let us know. Basically, I would actually like to say a thanks to JPH because it was awesome being able to use that space for a while and um, not just a while. Listen, we used we used JPH for four years, yeah. and it was a great four years. Uh, I wasn't always the host during that time; somebody else was. But um, wait, there was still a story sound going on for like the last three years yeah yeah i've been inviting you for the last two so <laughs> you finally came That's this year not even true uh no it is actually uh anyway um so we've been using them for four years they've been great and have offered you know a, a great space Unfortunately, it's uh, too small of a space. You know, at the last story slam, we had 120 people show up. Holy damn. They have a capacity of 49. Uh, yeah. So it was either ticket the event or keep breaking the law. And honestly, uh, it was dangerous. It was to the point where, like, somebody could have, somebody told me recently, somebody could have died. And if I was like, was, ah, I don't know if that's a, true. If there's but, like a fire in there, somebody's at least getting charred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a problem. Like, like JPH could have gotten in trouble for, yeah. for what was going on. But um, so yeah, you're right. Totally for risking it. Totally, and the fact that they supported the arts and things like that—that's great. Mm -hmm. I believe they're still going to be doing an event. Uh, I don't have any of those details, but that's not what you're here for. That's right. I'm (laughs) I'm promoting my event or our event. Yeah, I I hate to even call it mine. Like I I think of you need to take some credit. This (laughs) This thing's blown up for a reason. It's not just no. You know what? I, I I okay. I'll take that credit. I I promote this thing pretty heavily, but I do think of Story Slam as our event anybody who shows Community. up it's yeah it's uh since uh, since i've been looking for a new venue <clears throat> the way i've described it to everybody is uh, story slam is all about building community through storytelling where we get together and say, Hey, you can be a 18 year old kid. You can, we've had people, we've had a 14 year old kid come or you could be, our, our oldest is a 69 year old, uh, carpenter. I yeah. saw that kid today, by the way. Shay, his name is Shay. Shay. Yeah. So you could be anybody from any walk of life and come in and tell a story and you've got a captive audience. And I think Dan and 
and I were talking just now about how it's it's not just you with a microphone talking at an audience. There is a back and forth. There's yeah. a mm-hmm. give and take, and it offers an opportunity to be a part of a conversation that's bigger than just yourself. And then more importantly, you can see all those people afterwards and like hang out with them all the time. Yeah, I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> Jordan. I said to Dan. I said I think my favorite thing about Story Slam is what happens during the break, where yeah. like you came with five people, uh, your friends, but during the breaks between stories, you might start talking to another group of five people that came. You don't know them, but by the end, you're buying them a beer or whatever. Um, so maybe not Jordan. He's a little bit of a miser, but <laughs> he'll accept beers though. <laughs> yeah, he will. I, will. I will take them from you. Yeah. Um, so like, I think that's a really cool aspect of story slam. And I think, uh, moving to this new venue offers a, a, a bigger chance for that. It's a bigger room. Uh, this, this upcoming one, it'll be a room that's about the same size of what JPH is, but there's, um, it's less encumbered by pillars and things in the way. Um, but moving forward, we're probably, probably going to be switching to the third Saturday of every month. And then we'll be able to, um, uh, meet in their bigger room, which holds about 200, 250 people. There, there's a stage, there's a sound system that's set up in there that's permanently in there. So, and then there's a full, full kitchen, like a full commercial kitchen that you can make food in. But yeah, so you'll be able to bring, uh, your own food, bring your own drinks. Um, I, I had somebody say that they were really excited cause they'll make cocktails in, uh, in a thermos and bring it. Uh, so I know a lot of people are excited to just bring beer, but um, it, the possibilities are limitless, as they say. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're less restricted. But yeah, no, that, I was actually thinking, like, I, that would be kind of cool if we could set up some type of thing. I would, like... Bartend for that or something like that. Yeah, I, I couldn't pay you a, a cent. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask for payment. I just do it. But yeah, so I look forward, you know, down the line. Well, what's really cool is um, uh, we have two businesses that are sponsoring Story Slam now. Uh, one is Upshift, which is on Johnson Street. It is a women's clothing exchange boutique. I don't know how exactly they they classify it, but um, you you bring in a bag of clothes and then pay a fee. I think it's twenty dollars, and then you can walk out with three bags of clothes you you choose clothes oh. off their racks um i believe don't quote me on this but I, you would have to uh, the owner told me that uh to that they would give five dollars off to people who come in and mention uh story slam hmm, so cool. so that's really cool so they're sponsoring the event they'll they'll be um <coughs> paying the fee for the room and then also buying a uh, case of beer to um, disperse through whatever. That's awesome. Nice. We're not really allowed to sell the beer, but right. um, tipping can be strongly encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and, and we won't, it, what I have been saying is it's not for profit. We're not, I'm not going to take that money and buy a Porsche, but because, uh, you know, it, it would. <laughs> that's, that's down the line. So you're going to run away with all their. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Skip- call, just call me Bernie Madoff. <laughs> <laughs> making gangbusters. That's right. Uh, no, uh, any money that that we bring in will actually just be poured right back into Story Slam to to make it better, to offer better prizes, things like that. Can we like can we bring in like Ryan Seacrest for like a better host? <laughs> oh man! Wow! Yikes! More offensive comparison. See, I don't know if, if you really want Seacrest. Like, I could get up there next week and be like, "We'll find out the winner of Story Slam." 
right after, after this. <laughs> <laughs> and cut to like a Coke I think commercial. That needs to be a staple now. Like we've just decided that. <laughs> that would be, yeah, I would. I would actually enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then our other sponsor is uh, Glass Nickel Pizza Company. Uh, their West location uh, has been really gracious and kind to um, give us gift gifts or gift cards uh, for the winning storytellers. And then uh, I have a I have about two hundred and fifty dollars worth of gift certificates from Bunky's Cafe on Atwood. Oh, that wow. place is delicious, yeah, right? Place is uh, really good. So I have uh, they're they're in forty dollar increments and then one fifty dollar one. And uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with those yet. I might give them away as prizes. I thought about maybe doing a raffle, say like a door prize type thing. Yeah. Like uh, pay a dollar, you get a ticket, and you might win a forty dollar gift certificate to a delicious uh, meal delicious place. You could use all of them at once and have them cater like a giant spaghetti dinner. Right. Right. I don't know why when you said you had a bunch of gift cards. I for whatever reason my first thought was it going to be like expired gift cards for Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got these really outdated nothings. <laughs> I don't but know. They're Great. <laughs> you can you can give them to your kids and have you them pretend have them. that it's credit cards. Exactly. Do you guys do that as kids? <laughs> like I would my always take my cheapest entertainment ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a credit card. Mom, it doesn't work anywhere. Yeah. But it, it's just like real life then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think of Dave and have you even ever been to Dave and Buster's? I've been there once and I was real drunk in Is there Milwaukee. is there a Dave and Buster's around Madison? There's one in Milwaukee. It was when oh, I lived okay. out there. It was when I lived in Milwaukee. It must have made quite the impression on you. Dude, that place it's just happiness. It's it's the logical continuation. Yeah. Have you been there? I've never been there, no. It's the logical continuation of Chuck E. Cheese. Price yeah. gouging, poor food, but also alcohol. Kind of like oh, and discovery it's like, zone, except exactly. Yeah. Oh man, like just DZ discovery. How how weird yeah. is that? It was called DZ yeah. discovery zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's just like ATM machine, the automated 90s. teller machine, machine. Dude, the nineties just thought that Z's were the coolest letter ever. <laughs> the they just threw on everything. There, Z probably still is the coolest letter. <laughs> Boys to men. It's got a lot of sass to it. It, it does. does. Oh. It's got it's got zazz. His ass, even I would say his ass. Uh, but I, I do like that it was like for the kitties, it was Chuck E. Cheese, and then preteens, yep. it was DZ Discovery DZ. Zone, and then a few years later, it was like things like Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And now Madison grew up and got rid of both of them. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is there is there not a, a Chuck E. Cheese in there? there? Is Chuck technically there's still Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and but like zone. after the age of twelve, Madison's like, nah, shut this shit down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the teens can still go to Ultra Zone. No, I mean. Wait, is Alter Zone still around? Yeah, but there's yeah. a newer one. There's really? a new one, and it's awesome. It's there's called more Z's. I think there's a couple X's in there, oh, too. God. They probably do X- have Z's on the end of tags. <laughs> no, there's a new one. It's called... Uh, I think it's Eye Combat or is something the one like in that. Milwaukee? No, no, no. It's, like, it's west of Madison. It's called... It's, 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 it's basically like it's the one, one that it's the whole setup. You're in a warehouse, and it's basically you're trying to be Call of Duty. It's like yeah, oh. it's like you, you get like the 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 laser guns. They're not like the little like futuristic looking so, rifle no, guns. They look but like you get you get those people who take it super seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. you get the kids who play like, Call it's, of Duty. It's not like 10 hours. it's not people there to just have a good time. It's no. somebody being like, all right, I'm an operator and I'm going to do this thing. Yeah, it's like exactly. it's their own personal Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there still are those people that come there and just want to have a good time. That's the most frustrating. 
everything. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, they just get there's not, there's not like the, Yeah, there's either the people who are hyper-competitive and, like, wearing their dad's camo right. fatigues, and yeah. then there's, like, me who would get drunk and, like, just want to shoot at a kid for, like, an hour. Yeah, you like shoot everybody on your own team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like the paintballing crowd. Like, there's always going to be someone with that, like, extended man. No, no, no. Like, it's not even pa- paintballing. It, I think most of the people, bad. like, it's cool. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's it's more like the um, uh, airsoft scene. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw a video recently where this guy flipped out at, on, at an airsoft thing and, like, started punching this guy in his face. What? Because apparently uh, airsofting is a lot like paintballing where if you get hit, you're supposed you're to put your gun system. up. And, yeah. and, and so with with airsoft, they wear, like, camo, and they, they also wear, like, flak jackets, so, like, bulletproof vests. So you can't tell if you've been hit. Right. So a lot of times there's arguments about, I hit you, I yeah. got you, you know, yeah. and um, uh, this one, the guy didn't feel it, so the guy came up and just started punching him in the face. <laughs> and it was on Reddit, and one of the comments was, was like, you know, uh, this is a sport of honor. This is a, 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 a peaceful sport of honor. And I said, uh, I'm watching this video and hearing you say it's a sport of honor, and it doesn't compute. Hey, lots of people it's, got killed over honor, like, historically. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't over plastic BB firing guns. The elementary dodgeball, like, no, I got you, you're out. Right? Yeah. Just yelling back and Do you remember, like, instances of, like, winning that argument at dodgeball in elementary where, like, somebody's like, I got you, and you're like, no, I didn't. No, you no, didn't. No, literally never once. Yeah. yeah oh, man. Was always, I was arguing against the Ben Franks and Hawkins and Cows in the world, <laughs> yeah. and you always lost that Dude, one. I always, always lose. I have a few memories of doing that where, like, uh, I'd get hit. I wasn't the most athletic kid. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i get hit and be like, you didn't hit me. And, you know, the teacher would come in as the mediator yeah. and, like, they, they didn't see it. They could only, like, whoever had Sorry, the most convincing case. Yeah. Yeah. And I always had the most convincing case, so. That's because, like, they always sided with the kid who would throw, throw a fit, like, if yeah. they didn't go. And so you it's would really, throw that a fit. Really, it's, really, it's not who is most persuasive. Who's going to go most ballistic yeah, in right. 30 seconds? Yeah. Who's going to pull there? My dad started this school. My grandfather started this school. My dad did not start that school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't start pulling that till I was like in tenth or eleventh grade. Yeah, but then you just threw that shit around. Like, oh, all the, so when Miss Tarte first? Oh no, no, no. Um, we just don't have to do this. <laughs> you're right. No doubt. Uh, yeah, we, we, Yeah, you're right. No one cares about a weird. Story. I'm just the host of the podcast. <laughs> so you probably planned that question. Or that. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Uh, I think anybody listening to this can tell that this is a total free for all. There's no planning. Know, that's there, true. Right no. <laughs> That was my first thought on the way over here. Was like, what? What is he planning on us talking about? And then I remember it was the four of us. Was like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Who cares? We talked about ultrasound. What I told going to end up talking about discoveries. What I told Dan and Dave is, I, I was like. I need to do a podcast episode this week because I need to be able to promote the new venue. Right. right. And I always laugh my ass off when the four of us get together and just talk. Yeah. So. That's true. Easy to do. I don't really care if everybody else thinks it's the worst podcast episode ever. <laughs> I'll listen to it later and just laugh. <laughs> I probably will too. Right? Yeah, considering we're following like Ale Asylum and like Conscious Carnivore and stuff. Right. We really, you set the bar low here, but it's intentional. Yeah. So. Actually, the one that you are following directly is... Um, is it, is it the the comedian? Oh, that's right, uh, Dan Soder. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. Oh, it's really good. He's he does. Um, so we're gonna do this again. The two episodes in a row, we're gonna talk about impressions. He does a great uh, Macho Man impression. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's it's amazing. But what's even better is his um, Andre the Giant. <laughs> uh. he, he was telling me about how like uh, when he lives in New York and when he gets a car and he's waiting for his girlfriend. She shows up, opens the door, and he goes, I got the four horses for everybody. Oh, hello, lady. <laughs> like, I can't do Andre at all, but uh, it was great. And then he does, um, uh, we don't got it. Just go back and listen to it. It's great. So I will. Does anybody here do impressions? Uh, no. Oh, not, no. That I, not that I want to put out on yeah. Nobody needs to hear to live forever on the internet. Yeah, exactly. We're going to finish this podcast and do impressions the rest of the night. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Everyone listening just realized Give that. us your best bo- walking, Dave. Yeah. Chris, walking. Okay. Uh, I'm told that uh, now that I'm going to say it consciously, I won't sound like it, but uh, Ian and Amanda always think that when I was, so I'm 27 now, two years ago, I would have been 25. So whenever I apparently say that age, when I was that age and people would ask, how old are you? I'd say I'm 25. They they were always like, you sound just like Chris Walken. Because apparently if I'm not thinking about it, I go 25. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most adorable like Midwestern adaptation that I've ever heard. I'm 25. Five. Oh yeah, welcome to Fargo. Like you're so excited about it that you made it that far. I don't even. <laughs> I I don't even like. It, they always bring it up, and I'm like, I do not say that at all. And even uh, just the other day, I just said the number er, the number five to Ian, and, and he was like, I love when you say five. <laughs> Speaking of Ian and Amanda, even though no one on the podcast knows about them, Amanda, despite being a female, does a solid Macho Man Randy Savage oh. impression. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard that. She oh does. man, I she feel does like, it for Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, every once she does in it for Ultimate Frisbee. Oh jeez, it's really team. good. It's really good. Uh, she does pretty much any kind of Kristen Wiig character Amanda can do. Yep. Yep. It, like, perfectly. Which says yeah. a lot, because Kristen Wiig can literally do anything she wants. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, Did you guys ever watch the Joe Schmo show on Spike TV? <laughs> no. I've heard good things. <laughs> Spike no. TV. It was, a, it was a rigged reality show. It was hilarious. So, one guy thought it was a real reality show. And then everybody else, everybody else was an actor. Yeah. yeah. And one of the uh, characters was played by Kristen Wiig. She plays Dr. Pat, a, a relationship therapist. <laughs> it's about the funniest thing in the world. So That seems a pretty good big risk to think that the guy who didn't who thought it was reality wouldn't recognize Kristen Wiig. It was before this she was, was on SNL. Yeah. yeah, this was oh, back when I was like SNL? a freshman yeah. oh, wow. in high school. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be well. like twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys ever? Do you guys ever feel that way? So we're gonna sound like. No. Yeah. No. I actually, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know, I know, no. I was just talking about this the other day because Dan Gasper plays on my basketball team with me. Yeah. And you guys are coming up on nine years out. Of, we're about to be eight years out. Yeah. That's an eternity. You know. Ago. Here's the thing. Any person over the age of 30 is listening right now going, oh, shut up. You're you're 27, 26 years old. But I will say, as somebody who is 27 and nine years out of high school, I look back and go, what? I know. Mm -hmm. Think about the person you were when you graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> but don't listen. Don't believe uh, Adam's charms. He was a dick. <laughs> no, you know what? No. I will say that uh, sophomore and junior year, I was a dick. Fresh, or, uh, wow. Senior. Yeah. <laughs> Senior year, I kind of chilled out a little bit, but I was still. That's like turning down from like 10 to 9 and a half. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not that way anymore. No, you're Absolutely not. not. Absolutely not, but. Uh, Thank God for it. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I was never that bad. Don't. 
Uh, I don't we're not doing that, that on this podcast. Uh, actually, <laughs> we're not doing that on this podcast. You heard that story <laughs> when we were at your bachelor party. I shared that story. Wait, what? <laughs> About yep. when we went, we were at camp. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think any of us remember much. Of you guys remember? Oh, yeah, I guess. Party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> party. I do we remember. Do you remember my friend Lennon that was there? And everybody was going around telling. That, like, oh yeah. So we have this tradition of like toasting the person oh, yeah. who we're honoring, and we're and you tell a story about them. And Lennon was there, and <laughs> basically called me an asshole the whole time. The whole time. Everybody, everybody, no, everybody was at least like you're a lovable asshole. Like you like, were kind well, of a like, jerk, and like yeah, like now, like people might have said that during the stories, but by the end, it was. Right, it always know. rounded back, and, and his Lennon ended with, on black. "Like, yeah, I love how much you're just a dick." <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, what story are you talking about? You know, I camp? can't believe you guys remember that. Okay, so we're at camp, and Dave, uh, do you know how much we drank that day? I don't. We, we, drank all all of the we went to six breweries. We literally drank all the alcohol in the city. I just like, don't even. I mean, Dave, I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I remembered it. I, mean, I, I remember puked it by two p.m. that day or three p.m. that yeah. day. We fed him shots in the bathroom. Right in the in the men's bathroom. Of Ale Asylum, you guys all burged and the guy in. in the stall, like opens the door and like scoots out with like, <laughs> yeah, but one guy that was me. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, what story at, at camp? No, okay, so we were just we were at camp. Um, it was that like end of the year camp thing that we do after oh, school. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Lakeshore team building yeah, exercise Lakeshore camp. And I just remember this one morning, I got up and went into one of those like <laughs> the, the big community. You starting remember? I'm starting okay. to remember. Yeah. So I go into the bathroom, like this big community know. bathroom, and then there's like separate stalls for showering. I go in there, and you um, you come in right after I start getting in the shower, yeah. and then <laughs> I before and you start talking to someone else. I don't even remember who it was, but you're having a conversation with them, and I get out of the shower, and as soon as I un like pull across the shower curtain, I pull it across slowly and look out. <laughs> And then, bam, you just stare right into my eyes. <laughs> dead into my eyes. And I'm like, I have myself wrapped in a towel. And you said this. You said this to me. Every, well, it, it's really he's taking the mic. He's taking a mic on this one. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. You said, there's no way you cleaned every crevice of your body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Like, why did you, I'm just in a shower. Why did you call me out and take me a shower? What you didn't know is the shower is freezing because this camp is crazy. <laughs> and like you just like tore me apart, and the rest of the day I'm thinking about man, should I be showering longer? <laughs> I, you know oh, what? Wow. I remember that because so like I I was in there talking to somebody. You came in, yeah. got in the shower for thirty seconds. It was so cold. You didn't even take the time to ask. Like thirty oh, man, was seconds that a cold shower, man. I feel bad. And I warm the water for you. Like you were just like, can I warm the water? For Do you want me to breathe on it as it comes out of the faucet? You, you want me to hug you while you're in the shower? We can. Do, we can There's ways of warming water. The least you could have done is just not said anything. But I, I was just, freezing cold and I could not take a shower. It was just too cold. And then he calls me out and says, man, you take the shortest showers. How old are you? Like, like, <laughs> I remember that. Like, clear as day. <laughs> that was good. I, for one, can't imagine. But was that really, good. like, I can't believe that that's something that stu- stuck with you. I only remember a that because you talk about it. Me. I just, I mean, like, there's different things. Does that, that not necessary. seem out of the ordinary to you? Like, is that something that you did so regularly that it's not memorable? Listen, if you, if you were in a, if you you were in a communal shower, locker room, whatever, after, like, it, it was the morning or whatever. Sometimes you just stare into people's eyes and say weird shit to me. It's just inevitable. Damn. No, it was come high on. school is what we all did. <laughs> Everyone was doing it. No. at least laughed and pretended like it was a joke. Admit that if Dave came into a place where there was a shower and, and jumped in for 30 seconds and jumped out, you would go, what are you doing? Why didn't you clean yourself? I don't think I would do that. I don't think I would pay attention you could, you to could Dave's say, shower I can't, I can't say that I wouldn't. 
Yeah, okay. I can't say that yeah. I wouldn't. I would probably be the guy, like, are you really clean right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because remember, like, at the event, or at whatever that was called, the retreat. We the called retreat, it the retreat. Yeah. The retreat. We, like, played yeah, games yeah. out in the hot sun, yeah. like, the day before. Oh, yeah. The, the, the and, like, sweating. You can think yeah. it's weird to yourself, and you can say, that's really odd. 30 seconds. I don't know. I guess I couldn't do that. But, like, maybe it just means I have more folds. But no, no, no. The, uh, the truth behind all this. The truth behind all this. That's a good point. <laughs> the truth behind all this is that you're just honest. So, like, if that thought crosses your mind, which it would probably cross anyone's, you're just honest enough to say something about it. And I guess it, sometimes it can be taken personally. But. I did not have a filter back. Like, yeah. I don't have a much of a filter yeah. right now. But back then, it was just it's like, if it was in my mind. Now. It's trying now. Yeah. It's trying to catch some of the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> just so, not all. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't catch it all. You don't want to catch it all. No. <laughs> Especially once you have a few beers. There. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, uh, speaking of which, should we take a beer break? I noticed all you yeah, guys are out. I need, I need another. Yeah, beer. All right, we'll be right back. Time out. And now we're just waiting for Jordan to pick up the mic. Or maybe if he wants Dan to be the holder now. I really would prefer Dan hold it up. Just, uh, just remember, because Jordan, Jordan, great job. But, but here's, here's how you were holding your microphone. You our shit. <laughs> Sometimes, and then I'd remember, and then I'd yeah. forget, and then I'd remember. Wait, I forgot I should talk away from the... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're back from beer break. Yeah. How's, how's beer, everybody? So good. So Dave. good. Quality work on the brew. Oh, thank man. you, Dave. It's, it's Dan's beer, and it's, it's delightful. Is that you what you're drinking so now, nice. too? It's, it's delightfully Daniel, yes. But before you were drinking uh, hop, hop, Hopothesis? <laughs> hopothesis, What, what yeah, brewery yeah. is that from? Yeah, hypothesis is, is the, the brewery. brewery. Oh, it is the brewery. Yeah. Oh, okay. The there the one that he was drinking was a farmhouse ale. What was it uh, something window? I really don't. Drafty know. Window. Drafty window. That Drafty was it. window. And I'm just drinking PBR <laughs> <laughs> because I'm Wisconsin trash. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's the beer we will have uh, for people at Story Slam. Right. More than likely, listen, you can get a bunch of them for cheap. So. Someone should make a beer called Wisconsin Trash. I'm going to do it if that's uh, Dan, uh, yeah. my next one. Brew it with water from Lake Michigan, then we'll all get E. coli. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll, Lake Michigan and Lake Monona. We'll get some nice, weird bacteria in there. I forget where I heard this from, but I remember. Heard where you heard it from? Yeah, yeah, can I not say that? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Did you ever wash your whole body? What are you talking about, Ed? <laughs> he took eight showers all the time. That left such a mark that now I take four showers every That's day. why you're going to bookend your, your morning shower with a night shower. Tonight, I had to make sure I was clean for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> he always showers for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you forget no, what you're, I, you're, you're talking about. Oh yeah, the beer names. I forget where I heard it from, but someone was telling me like they had this idea of calling a beer responsibly. So like anytime oh, someone yeah. says drink, drink, drink responsibly. responsibly, I just thought that was super clever. I threw that in there because we're talking clever. About beer names. <laughs> yeah, but thanks, Dave. Good lost, contribution, Dave. Yeah, like, like, if I wouldn't hey. said anything, then we wouldn't have talked about the showers again. Like I just brought that back up. You know how many breweries are in Madison? That's called a callback. A callback. Is that what it's called in the industry? <laughs> yeah, because I'm so in the industry. <laughs> you just get a t-shirt that says that. I'm, in so the, in, I'm so in the, in the industry. <laughs> will you design it for me? I will design. It's like those, those '90s shirts. I'm in the band. Those yeah, are gonna be yeah, awful. Yeah. So I'll give. I'll get. Do you want to give a plug for uh, design? Because you're listen. You you are such a great designer. Yeah, I mean, true, I don't know what to plug. I mean, I can plug my blog. If people want to follow me, I'm uh, babblerdesign.tumblr.com and. I'm, once, typically what I like to do is once a month I'll get like a personal project. So last month I designed three decks of playing cards. Based on what? 
TV sitcoms, so Seinfeld and uh, Arrested Development and The Office. But I just like to like create like something. So once a month, beginning of the month, I'll think of something. The rest of the month, I'll, when I have free time, I design stuff. So yeah, follow me if you like looking at cool designy things. If you're designers. But my question is, uh, so like for a plug, like I, what's the you work for a company in Madison? You don't have to say the name, but um, are you able to freelance outside of that? A little bit, yeah. But I just typically I'd rather do personal projects, projects for the people, and I don't know. I haven't freelanced in a while, but well, I know. But I'm just saying, I'm plugging you. Like, listen, you're, you're plugging me as a designer for freelancing. Here I am saying I don't typically yeah. do freelance. Listen, no. listen, <laughs> your designs are are so creative because, like, I don't know. You look at stuff and you're like, oh, I'm going to do it this way that nobody else would think to do it. Like, there's a lot of great designers in Madison. Which, man, let me tell you, it's hard to do nowadays with the internet. Like, you go on Reddit for 30 seconds, you can yeah. find anything that's been made. Right. Versions of the, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, you have one original idea. It's like, I don't know, man. Every time you post something, I'm just like, oh, why is this guy not designing <laughs> movie posters? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess if people are looking for freelance work, I mean, I'll do it on the side, but typically hey, I don't. You designed me a food label. I did design the bees. A what? Oh, the one? So, can tell. oh man, Jordan, this can you is, stop playing with that dinghy? It's not hurting, harming anyone. It's not hurting anybody. Okay, I just, you know, it's distracting. <laughs> well, I'm gonna set it down. Fine. Yes, no, back when I first started dating my girlfriend, Jen uh, Radel. Yes, we'll just we're throwing that name out. We'll just throw that one, yeah. Facebooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, when, she, when I first started dating her, she had this inside joke. It's a long, weird story. It, it ended up uh, that she had some weird, like, sexual fantasy about lima beans. Oh. That's, that's the end. That's the end. Okay, of it. Wait, are we allowed to tell the story in the no, podcast? No, that's all I'm saying. Okay. No, okay. no, it was not involving me or anything. It was just this weird. It's it. Mo- it was just weird. So it ended up yeah. with lima beans being a. Central prop. So, <laughs> did you just say sensual prop? Yeah. <laughs> so, I talked to Dave. I was like, Dave, you do graphic design. Help me design a new label for a can of lima beans that I'm going to call Jen's Sexy Time Lima Beans. <laughs> and I would like to take full credit for the slogan. The slogan is the greatest thing in the world. It's all Dave. It is I don't know what it was. Oh, oh I, he wants to take credit, but he can't. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want you to know I did it. It was gold. I remember that moment. Sexy Beans means sexy dreams. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's so good. <laughs> that is really good. I would buy Lima Beans that said that. Well, I wouldn't buy them, but I'd laugh at it and think about buying them. <laughs> you, you'd think about buying them as a gag gift. <laughs> so I called him up and just showed up at his house one night. He came up. He, we went from throwing ideas around to printed label in 45 minutes. And it's very well, very well done. And especially considering... Tell you what, I'll blog about it. I'll refine it a little bit and I'll, re- I'll blog <laughs> Do it. about the lima beans. <laughs> Are you going to put that one on Facebook as well? I'll have to refer to my friend Jordan before I... <laughs> We'll see. I'm cool with it. it there'll, was, be, there'll be talks, internal talks, about whether the blog will be posted. Here's the thing. Like, I want to plug you because, honestly, I think your designs are, are really outside the box. Like, uh, and, and also, like from what I've seen and what you write on Tumblr, because when you post those, you write a big, long thing about, hey, here's all the thought that went into this. And then when I've seen what you've designed for people, like you really care about the end product and what the customer is getting from you. Um, so I want to plug that and just be like, if you need something, go to, is it babblerdesign.tumblr? Babblerdesign.tumblr.com is my blog. Babblerdesign.com is my website. And yeah, if you want to take a look and you need some creative advice on anything, for, for, for sure. I like 
liked your uh, your Valentine's Day one. Oh, too. yeah. Was, what was uh, that one? Uh, the <laughs> extra cheesy Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all like food puns and like... Just cheese puns. Just cheese puns. Yeah, that's right. I tell you what. What we'll do is uh, I can put uh, some of, some pictures on uh, on our Facebook page and uh, maybe our Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Madison Story Slam. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Story Slam Madison. That's S-T-O-R-Y S-L-A-M A-D-I-S-O-N. We had to shorten it because... Yeah, it, we, I couldn't do Madison Story Slam on Instagram and Twitter because they're too long. So, yeah. <laughs> Bummer. I had to make it, you know... Uh, like look weird but so you can see that on instagram you can find dave that way but just keep in mind the guy's got a full-time job and so it might not come out as quickly as you'd like Mm -hmm. but also he has no life so he'll crank it out right away (laughs) (laughs) he also lives with his parents (laughs) so i have all the time in the world (laughs) wait do you still live with your parents yeah i do okay (laughs) i'm just making sure do you shower he's been too shower How many crevices do you scrub? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking in the news. Uh, apparently, in New York, there's some stuff going on with a um, with uh, what uh, like uh, man, what's the word? They're Jews. <laughs> no, but like Orthodox, Orthodox Jews. Okay, <laughs> what kind of podcast are you bringing us on? <laughs> Jews uh, with um, some Orthodox Jews. Um, they have they're getting in trouble with the law because. The the traditional Orthodox way of doing circumcision is the moil. The moil is the person who who circumcises the baby. I'm not a fan. The moil will, will circumcise <laughs> and then do this thing where he sucks the wound to, uh, to get the blood out and then be able to like cauterize it or whatever that, from his mouth, right? Yeah. So they're getting in trouble with the law, and and so there's this big court case where. Um, you know, because like a grown man is putting Felation. his mouth on a baby's <laughs> penis. Um, so, but our theme for Story Slam this oh, upcoming no. week. Oh, oh my god! god. Our, our theme. Our I was theme? seriously wondering where you were. Going. <laughs> like, why? Let me get it out. Let me get it out. Our theme for uh, the upcoming Story Slam on Friday, uh, February twenty seventh, at the Wilmar Center, nine fifty three Jennifer Street, is worst job, and I don't think. I could think of a worse job than cutting off a baby's part of his penis and then sucking, sucking on it. Oh man! Here's the thing, though: that job is entirely by choice. That's not like a, I just need to put food on the table. That's a I'm going to go to school to learn to do this. <laughs> That's optional. Well, but how do you feel? Like <clears throat> so, obviously, the court case is you know it's about um, religious freedom, and then also. Uh, slash, you can't suck a baby's penis. I am very anti-baby fellatio. I'm just putting that down now. But yeah, so I feel there, like I would too land on that side. I, I, I will say I agree with you, but there there's some people out there who would say, well, it's a slippery slope. If you if you say they can't do that religiously, then you're going to be able to, people are then later going to be able to say, you can't you do can't this regularly. religiously. But I mean, if it, they're going by, like, to cauterize the wound, or not even cauterize, I don't, it's it's not to, cauterize, like, to sanitize, I don't even know, there's no basis in science for that yeah. so i mean like i don't know why that would even be an issue i don't i don't know what the the science is behind it what what they what the reason that they i mean i'm sure is. it was probably just like some super old tradition that just never yeah got. the article i read says it goes back to biblical times and but <laughs> so you know it makes it, sense. we're not we're not <laughs> yeah. in biblical times anymore. no <laughs> 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That conversation. Uh, so if you want to come to Story Slam, here's some stuff. So, but worst jobs. Uh, so have you guys ever had any bad jobs? I mean, everybody's Everyone had a bad job. I mean, none of mine involve, like, borderline pedophilia court cases. But, I mean, <laughs> what was that one? <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Um, but but keep, like, keep in mind, you guys will probably all be at Story Slam, so I don't want you to yeah. give like. And I know uh, Dave and Dan. I think everyone you've come to, you've told a story. Jordan, you've told a couple. Uh, so don't feel like you've, you don't don't feel like you've got to give away what you're going to tell if you tell a story. But uh, j- just give us a teaser of like maybe a bad job you've had. I mean, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about if I do tell a story. But yeah, I've, you ripped the top off a truck at A to Z. <laughs> I already did that at Story Slam, though. Uh, let's rehash that though. Okay. Funny ass story. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a pretty good story. There's no logic in this at all. So, like, probably my two. Let's give the abridged version. Yes, I will for sure. Um, but yeah, basically the two. Hold on, oh. let's get get a timeout. Bring it a, because I have it up so loud because we're sharing the mics. You don't, you don't have to have it right here. I was here. Yeah, that's great. All right. So basically, the two jobs I would have that I would categorize not really as bad, but they were definitely bad points would be my job at A to Z Rental when I was driving trucks. Uh, let's restart that. I don't want to say anything bad about A to Z rental. <laughs> I was not anything bad about them. Okay, well, we're going to keep this in there. Okay. Let's just keep going. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I drove trucks for them. I just want to say Madison Story Slam is not held liable for anything <laughs> that Dan McHugh would say. <laughs> I do enjoy A to C rental, but uh, this particular instance was very it's bad. Backpedaling. It's a back It's a black spot on Dan McHugh. <laughs> on my otherwise pristine work record. Not really, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, so I worked there and I worked at Culver's, but this one involves A to Z rental and uh, <laughs> but basically I, I was driving this truck making our routes our deliveries and everything and me and my partner Sam who was a what what is everyone making the faces I adjusted the, the headphones and shook my head and no just names <laughs> oh it's first names it's it's first names who's gonna, okay. names are fine. anyways I just I, it's fine anyways screw you Jordan <laughs> yeah you think there are your own rules <laughs> no I said we can't say one name he said it off the air guys okay so I was driving with an unnamed being for an unnamed company and <laughs> All right. So, long story short, we had a ton of jobs to do that day. We were driving in the uh, Monona area, and I was driving a big truck. It's not like a semi, but it's like probably one step down. If you ever seen those Penske trucks with like the aluminum roofs, whatever. Um, so I was driving down the street, and I. S- I saw, but didn't totally register the sign that said "low hanging bridge," and I'm like, okay, I've driven under like every bridge in Madison. This is this was is this no over on the deal. north side? It was not. It was on the east side, and honestly, still to this day, I'm not entirely sure where it was. I was just going by GPS, and <laughs> like, went through a wormhole yeah. in an A to Z truck. <laughs> Seriously, it, it was a weird place that I'd never been before in like the Monona area. Interstellar, <laughs> and like the Monona area. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> the Monona area 
in particular, I, I feel like every time I go into there, I just get completely turned around and like nothing makes sense. No rules of physics apply. It's just like this its own ecosystem that makes no sense to me and is entirely filled by like old people and a giant library. Well, it is a city surrounded by a city. That's true. And probably why I feel that way. But anyways, so I was driving through it and pretty lost and I saw this low uh, bridge sign and I'm like, I've been under every bridge in Madison. This will be A-OK. And I went under it, except I didn't fully go under it. And I stopped right when I started to go under it. The roof started like screeching. I just heard this like horrible screeching noise. And I was like, well, I don't want to get stuck under this bridge. So I better just like step on the gas, right? So I stepped on the gas. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did have like, to be fair, I had like one microsecond to consider my next move. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to gun it through this bridge. So I gunned it through the bridge. And on the other side, I looked back in the rearview mirror and the entire roof was lying on the pavement. So I stopped. I didn't know what was your coworker's name. Sam. Sam. <laughs> I'm not Sam. listening, apparently. <laughs> he was, like, on his phone while we were going under it. He was, like, talking to his girlfriend or something. And then it's just like, oh, shit. Homie just tore the roof off this truck. <laughs> and it's like, I got to go. I'm like, okay, thanks, That's Sam. Black. <laughs> Jordan can say that. Yeah, Jordan can say that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, did Sam look over at Dan and was like, yes, I'm asked, I'll pick up the truck. <laughs> we're not. No, yeah, let's, we're gonna, let's we're not gonna go edit there. that out of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I thought he was gonna like help me out or something, and I didn't know what to do. The roof was off my truck. I stopped, and I had like a bunch of stuff in the back that probably had like bits of aluminum and like wood that was scraped off of the truck onto it, mm-hmm. and like so I'm like, all right, me and Sam are gonna do this. It's gonna be fine, and uh, Sam like got on the phone with one of his friends and like he spent like this is my favorite thing is that like suddenly before you knew it Sam's friends were there and they were taking the <laughs> they were taking the, yeah that's the thing it was the first thing he did he got on the truck he got on the phone with his friends and he was like yo man I, I need you to make a pickup or something like that and he and then so they got there and they they just took like all this aluminum. I don't know if my company wanted it or anything. I was gonna say, did like A to Z show up like the bosses and they were like, wait, where's the top? Well, they had like bigger shit to do, but um, I called <laughs> bigger shit. <laughs> I called Grant, my boss at the time, and I was like, Grant Govier. Let's just get that. Last <laughs> all right, name let's out just there. get the last name out there. My friend Grant Govier, and I'm like, dude, I messed up. The roof is gone off of the truck. And he's like, what, what do you mean it's gone? Can you drive? I'm like, no, the roof is gone. <laughs> and he was like, okay, um, I guess I'll, I'll send someone to like pick up your stuff and finish the route. And so he sent like our friend Matt to like pick me up. Matt Schermacher. Matt Schermacher. He sent Matt Schermacher. <laughs> who's now a police officer with the UW Police Department. No, I think he quit that actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah, so so he picked me up. But yeah, that that's the meat of the story. I, I honestly, I think my favorite part is that Sam was just like, oh shit, we got some free metal. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who uh, I don't want to be mean, but who thinks of that? Like, like, 
I, I'm going to translate that. I'm not a racist. <laughs> no. No. This is purely a reflection on whether Sam was an asshole or it's, not in this particular situation. Yes. Poor judgment. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave, do you have any bad jobs? Yeah, I got a few of them. Retail, oh, serving. Dick. Oh, yeah. Dick. You worked yes, at Dick's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know which one I'm necessarily going to talk about, but I'll for sure tell the story. I for sponsorship for Dick's, I guess. I know. I've actually been just trying to eliminate potential sponsors one by one from this podcast. So, like, once they, once they listen to it, yeah. they're going to have nothing to do with you. <laughs> Perfect. No, trust me, you don't want Dick's Sporting sponsoring your podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so I got some bad memories of that place. And I feel like anyone that's working in retail is going to have bad memories, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, what? No, I what? He, I think he's trying to pry you. Do you want me to... Like, what do you want just, me to... Just give us a little... I, something. Something. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I mean, I worked in a... But to be fair, you come to pretty much every... Listen, you're one of my favorite storytellers at Story Slam. He finally got his Scorsese Award. <laughs> right, right, right. Award. Dave was our yeah, winner I at the last Story Slam. win the last one and get these gift card to JPH. And now it moves location. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So now I have to like, go out of my way to go to JPH so I can use these. Not go out of my way. I just don't go there very often. It's also, a great place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but so you're such a good storyteller storyteller but you come and like every time I'm like hey do you got a story to tell and you're like nah not really and then and then you get up there and are like the funniest person in the world Usually what it is is I'll think about it for like the week of the event I'm like what can I talk about and I'll just do a commentary on my personal like experience with that subject like it's yeah. not even anything or, like yeah, the last one was adolescence just like hey guys adolescence is weird here's some things exactly. yeah well, it was you know what adolescence I convinced you it was adolescence but no it was the theme was puberty and he puberty. kept he kept I don't want to call it. He got me. He got me. Um, so, but he, here's what's funny about Dave is he gets up every time and goes, "I don't have a story to tell." And then he gets up and, and talks for 15 minutes. Okay, well, here's the deal. I mean, everyone else has like this really thought out narrative of like, "Here's the beginning of the story. Here's the climax. We're going up, and then bam, they drop and like, oh, and there's the landing." But like, I don't have that narrative. I just kind of just like flatline it. Like, man, this is crazy. You need yeah, more stuff you, to happen to you. No, you but know. you know what? What's unique about you is you, you say that and then you tell the story, but you can read and audience and you can tell when the audience is expecting that climax and suddenly you're like okay i gotta switch into the climax, <laughs> the climax now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i guess i just do that subconsciously because i don't actually plan that i usually literally just talk about like think like what can i talk about the subject and then i talk about it and this week it'll be retail probably yeah. and also serving which man where did you oh olive uh, a place that serves olives <laughs> i'm not working <laughs> no, it wasn't there. There. no my brother works Okay. It I worked. Uh, Goodbye, endless pasta bowls. Remember yeah. killing sponsors, right? Let's just say the place I worked supplied free coconut shrimp. For the, <laughs> uh, I'm going. I know. Good day, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, you go. don't have to say the name without convincing every listener that the Wait, place. Do you is drive Outback. an Outback? <laughs> what? Do you drive an Outback? <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, oh man, there were some. I mean, I, I, the thing that's cool is like I retain friends even from like these most miserable places that you work. Sure. I think it's because you were yeah, with them. It, it, it shares misery. So listen, uh, survivors yeah. of the Holocaust oh, are friends wow, to this day. Adam, what is with you <laughs> and the Jews today? Like you got to take it down a notch. Seriously. So I'm just saying, misery loves company. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Did that's you just compare a certain restaurant <laughs> to the Holocaust? You compare specifically Auschwitz. I'm pretty and sure. Waiting. At Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Come on, the bloom's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
No, I, I, yeah, I, I, I would. I still eat there. It's like it's not like it's like. <laughs> I still eat there. So I don't spit <laughs> my food. <laughs> it's not quite like Auschwitz. So staying on the same theme, can you imagine like a survivor of the Holocaust being like, no, I, like I mean, I still, I still enjoy it. Like, I mean, Germany's, like, Germany's got a beautiful countryside. <laughs> still, <laughs> we can stop this. I just, yeah, man, uh, man, Jordan, man. bad jobs that you might have. I got, I got, I got a bad job. It was right now. Currently, no, you have a bad job. No, currently is a good job. Currently is currently is a pretty great job. Couple. Um, no, it was the summer. The two summers that I worked for my dad. And his cleaning company. <laughs> did your dad do like a window? Like, we, we did window cleaning. We also did like floor. It was basically we did. Wade cleaning. tried to convince me to do window cleaning with your dad once, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no. That you made, you you were the smart man. <laughs> yeah, you were the smart man out of the three of us. Yeah. So <laughs> it was. We did. We mostly did cleaning for like if you're building a building, like it's in construction and it needs like the final stages of cleaning before it's going to open. Yeah. That's what we did. We didn't really do like the maintenance stuff. We didn't go around and, like routinely clean places. It was like we were going for the bigger contracts, whatever. Sure. I just remember we were building or we were cleaning a building for a local prominent university. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I don't they're going to sponsor this I don't podcast. know where Madison College. <laughs> yeah. MATC was MA2 cool for us, right? Not Globe no. University. <laughs> Anyways. No. Still eliminating sponsors. Globe. Uh, no, we were cleaning. It was a newer building for the UW. Is like their microbial science building or something Fuck, like that. Fuck, you said it. Whatever. <laughs> there are it, a million microbial scientists yeah. in Madison. <laughs> Just one of them. No, so we were cleaning this building, and I don't know, have you guys ever, has your dad ever owned like any business stuff? Have you ever like had anything where he, I mean, like I know he's a pastor, but like you've ever worked for him? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, I ran sound for Dave weddings has. that he officiated, but... No. Here's oh, the thing. Day, yeah. uh, being, being the boss's kid is, like, the worst thing in the world. Oh. Because all... Be like being the grandson of the person who's... Yeah, everybody school. hates you and thinks you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> everybody just thinks you're, like, the golden, like, child. Like, oh, you don't... Oh, you're don't, just you here can't, because... You, yeah. So, my dad... I, I thought I did a pretty good job there. I thought I did a pretty good job there. And he made me, like, the number two. Like, I only answered to him, and I told a lot of people what to do. Here's the thing. When you're working... You? Yeah. <laughs> when, you're 18, when you're 18 years old, and the entire staff is, like, mid-30-year-old ex-cons... Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck <laughs> what you say. They are going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. It was so rough. I had this oh, one woman... You should tell him about Moe's and his... The, oh no, Mo! Oh no, that was a different. That was a totally different time. Hold on, though, that was a whole different thing. Oh, oh actually, shit I, shit! I think I just found my story for Story oh, Slam. Yeah, save that. Oh one yeah. For story oh, that one's for Story Slam. You guys sure. hear about Mo's come to Story no, Slam? Yeah, no, Mo Mo in the ghettos. Mo yes. you wait. Yes. That's I just found my Story Slam story. Oh that man, so good. That's a great one. No, but there's this one. There's one woman that we worked that worked for my dad's company and. Just this one day, my dad wanted me to fire her. Like, straight up wanted me to, like, terminate her employment. 
Yeah, exactly. That was my first. Like, what? No, I'm not. Doing I love that. firing people. I was scared shitless. And you were also like 18 at the time. I was 18. Yeah, 18, and like had no bass in my voice. I like I would tell people uh, what to, I would tell people what so to you do. Know, uh, you're not welcome here anymore. And, and that's, I basically I sounded like, <laughs> I, sh- I, I sounded like I sounded like the gingerbread oh, man. Why, from, no, I sounded like the gingerbread man from Shrek. <laughs> Dude, you, oh, I can't even do it right now. My uh, voice is gone. Uh, I can't even do it right now. My I voice just, is so just, gone. Just get the hell out of here right now. <laughs> basically, like oh, hey. oh boy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so is she okay and. I don't even care. She, I, I don't care. She straight up like had track marks like on yeah. her arms and stuff, and like, chasing that dragon. She was chasing. She was real deep into the heroin. Uh, she uh, she had a lot of feedback for me when I gave oh, the yeah. performance evaluation. Yeah. I'll be nice about that. I'll just say it that way. She she was very animated in her response to me trying to say, "I really think you're done for the day." And also, this is honestly God what I said. Uh, you could probably call it a day and then also, like, not come back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to ever fire somebody. I didn't know what to say to her. So it's like, um, yeah, we, I guess, like, you, you don't have to come back to work, like, tomorrow or again. And ever. She, yeah. She got, like, she got way up in my face. And thank God. That my dad was raised just so hood. Because <laughs> holy shit. My dad is usually super nice, but once he snaps, man, it's just like, he went off. There was like some dark personal shit that got dragged into it. It was the best. Mess. It was the most entertaining thing I've ever seen at work at, at, yeah. for that finale. But it was rough, man. It was that was a Worst bad job. job. I can't say I had the same experience working for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved yeah. working for my dad. <laughs> no, my you dad, didn't. Oh, I did love it. Uh, uh, I, I, I think, sounded when listen, you were in. Yeah, it. like towards the end, especially. Well, you were to be like, fair, uh, I'm driving, to be fair, I'm driving like a half an hour to make like the joke. lowest wage, and here I am <laughs> fixing. For anyone that wants to know, I worked um, for my dad, who's a horror. He's like a, t- uh, a watch. He's a what? It's like a uh, a horologist. <laughs> horologist. Yeah, the study it. of whores. <laughs> Real into it. I'd like to clarify that's not. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he repairs watches and clocks, and he's been doing. Is that it for really what they're called? Horologist. Yeah. Huh. Study of time. Interesting. But, um, that sounds way deep. Yeah. Right. Oh, Dude, can you imagine introducing yourself like you're at a, a just like yeah just like at like a business convention like oh hi I'm uh, this person I'm a horologist. And like, but like secretly you just work at that kiosk in the mall that changes batteries. <laughs> you work at the JC Penny watch counter. You could probably drop that line anywhere. No one would know what it means, and you could just yeah, totally. impress people. Oh shit! What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, really that sounds really interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I actually, I felt like I sounded like the neighbor from Rocco's mom. Like, oh Rocco. <laughs> the toads. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I love working there. I mean, I didn't. The time probably, but in retrospect, I'm thinking about this. You definitely didn't. Okay, okay. I, don't, yeah. I, I guess I don't remember that. But like when I get out there, um, I literally just turn on the radio, listen to sports radio. How many people really need their class fix? Like I'm not really doing much. I think that's probably why I didn't. I would bring a book, read, listen to ESPN radio. Oh, that's interesting. Hey, I learned that. But like I'm just like gaining knowledge, like listening to the radio. Like this is literally just like staying at home, except I'm at work and getting paid. And, yeah. the, and I would t- typically I'd like go to lunch some days. There's like a 
a little Caesars down the street. I actually remember doing this. Sonic. There was a Sonic. You were working there when the Sonic came in? Yeah. Right. And they had that nice free day of whatever. I remember this one day and I drove down and I, 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 I don't know, I, for whatever reason, I ate out like every day. I don't do that anymore. But I went and I got like a full pizza and breadstick. I was really fat back. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And I remember this one day I got and I'm sitting in my car eating this whole pizza with breadsticks, listening to the radio in my car. <laughs> and I remember just smiling and laughing because here I am eating a whole pizza. <laughs> I'm Mr. Lonely. <laughs> It really wasn't lonely. It was an is a spirit. Don't even experience. try to. I feel like no. That, listen, dude. I feel like Dave is saying like he felt really good about it. He's like he I really did. didn't. Okay. <laughs> when he when he would work there, like I remember the highlight of his like entire time working there, he would like brag about how like the Bob Lindmeyer. Yeah, Bob yeah, Lindmeyer. <laughs> and like maybe even like Charlie Shortino. I don't know. Some like the local local TV news celebs. would come in to get their watches changed. <laughs> they love and, the Kubli. <laughs> and Dave was just all about it. Well, come on. When no one comes in your store the yeah. entire day? Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's uh, the weatherman comes through there, I guess it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> I, think, I think you're trying to, like... To be fair, when I was at Dick's Sporting Goods, maybe I'll tell Matt as yeah. my story, I ran into Red from that 70s show. What? Yeah. Oh, really? oh, yeah. Oh. I have a photo on Facebook of me and him. It was awesome seeing... Like, I, that was pretty I, much... Did you offer to put your foot thing. in his I ass? I don't want to like, ruin story in case I do this. Yeah. But I, like, creeped around staring at him for, like, ever, because I'm like... That can't, that's him. And then I like jump behind, like start organizing things on the shelf, and like, and then I would jump back once he stops looking because you have to like verify that it's him because you don't want to walk up and be like, Are you read from that 70s show? And have him but, be like, What? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who was a GM of a gas station in some prairie, and Larry the cable guy walked in one day. Nice. Uh, no. It's a very clear divide yeah. on this. Listen, I, I am going to go ahead and just say, Larry the cable guy, you are never welcome on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if I'm cutting ties here. Uh, no, thank you. Um, so I, I, uh, I've never had a bad job. <laughs> That's untrue. Congratulations on being the first American to ever have a bad job. Uh, I currently work in the food service industry. So, uh, you can't even uh, say have you had a good job? A bad That's job. a better question. I have had a good job. Yeah. Uh, I had a job working for a transportation company here in town. Oh yeah, yep. and uh, loved that job. Uh, when I left, I was in management, uh, which is <laughs> rare for me. Uh, <laughs> never again, probably. Uh, but. But uh, towards the end, I was spending. Uh, so when I was working in the office, my I was working in the office from like two to one a.m. By six p.m., my real work was done. I didn't like the work I had was done. So from six p.m. to one a.m., I was watching Netflix. <laughs> And getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, but, uh, your, Jordan, your story about firing somebody reminded me of... I used to work for a uh, sandwich company in Sun Prairie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <the> sandwich company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, that was back in my days. I was still learning that uh, I don't have to be a dick to everybody. And uh, my manager at the time uh, didn't like firing people. It really, like, scared them. It made them feel really bad. And uh, we had this one girl who we knew she faked a robbery and stole three thousand dollars from us, but we couldn't wow. prove it. Like, but we knew it was her. Yeah. So like, the the cameras just happened to not be recording that night. Uh, and the she said that she she somebody came in the back door and pushed her down on the ground and her. You know, if you get pushed down on the ground, even to just get up, you'd have handprints to get up. Mm-hmm. The police came in and fingerprinted the only 
even on the floor, the only prints were shoe prints, and the only shoe prints were hers and the driver that was closing that night. Oh, man. And so we, we just knew it was her. Yeah. But we had no proof. Yeah. So we couldn't fire her. And I remember my my manager at the time came to me and goes, listen, uh, let's call her let's call her Rochelle. Uh, listen, we know the specific, we know, <laughs> we know, uh, Rochelle stole this money. We can't fire her. Uh, you're kind of a dick. Could you be so mean to her that she quits? <laughs> That's not a real thing. I'm dead serious. That's awesome. My That's manager, awesome. my manager said, I want you to be so mean to her that she quits. And I went, uh, listen, She's passionate and smart. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I said, okay, I will do this, but you have to promise me there's no repercussions you for should me. Have yeah. writing. And she's yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Well, I didn't need, she was, it was no repercussions. And, uh, I remember the day that she quit. Finally, I was just dogging her the whole time. <laughs> and I didn't have a spatula to put mayo on a sub. And I was like, Rochelle, where's the spatula? <laughs> she, she was, she was, she was doing the, the dishes and she went, that's it. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> then everyone cheers and throws, we clapped our hands. We, we clapped. It was great. And then uh, several months later, they had me do it again to a different girl who, oh my God. who, didn't, who didn't steal from us. She was just an awful worker. <laughs> so you're just like well, an employment hitman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, circling back to that first part of the story, though, whatever happened to the 3Gs? Like, did that ever get found? Or that, no, I, no, I, I they just stole it. Uh, yeah. Damn. Like, the cops were like, we'll watch your bank accounts. And it's like, no, no, no you won't. Not, not for won't. three grand. It no. wasn't $3 million. Right. So... Damn, it was huh. just ways, but it is. So man, that's crazy. crazy. Also, I forgot to mention the the follow up to my my story, the, the end piece. Yeah, I think it paid that summer. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. <laughs> you were, so you were like a, a a mutual friend of all of ours, whose dad own, does a lot of real estate business and uh, yes. and ends up working for him a lot and doesn't get paid. Yep, oh, exactly. Yeah. He just gets gas money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Also, yeah, I'm still currently outstanding like twenty three hundred sixty seven dollars. I'm not. Wow. That's not specific. You're not counting <laughs> seeing that money though. Yeah, no, whatever. I think I paid for two weeks worth of work. There you go. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Dave and I gutted out the house of a hoarder. Just, I just the worst job. Like that's. I mean, that's it. We that's walked it into is, this house. I don't feel comfortable sharing it with people. I'll share this. We walked into this house and she had like three cats and two dogs and would just let them shit and piss all over and and do nothing uh, to clean it up. That was the least of their problems. Tearing up extreme. Tearing up the carpet of that place without uh, like our our oh. our employer didn't give us like. Protective gear or anything. Or anything. So oh you would like tear God. up that carpet and then breathe in like poop particles yeah. and, and there was, was literally I think I saw like six plates and like bowls of food that have been sitting there just for like months like like half bowls of like moldy mac and cheese and there's just like people sitting like they don't realize like, the kids that she had she, she had several kids no. yeah. and the kids would just be like oh this is normal yeah and, and what like oh. I'll go ahead and say six plates and bowls no it was like, like thirty five like oh, I think her youngest at the time was like five or six no and, and, and we literally not exaggerating probably high garbage that you had to walk through in some places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, it was just... Like, what was really interesting is her her oldest um, was the clean freak. And, like, oh, yeah. you, you, you would walk through the house and it would be a mess and then you there would be a there. line with her where her bedroom was. And it was immaculate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Jeez. I don't blame her for not wanting to touch the rest oh, of it, though. Man, because for real, I was like, we threw, we just, we like, you didn't save anything. We went in and just threw absolutely everything, everything yeah. away. We, we were moving them into a new house, so yeah. we had to gut the old house I don't so think they could I ever sell actually it. Finished that job? I think I was done before you actually moved. Did you move them in? I moved them in, and then we we showed up like two weeks later to just check in on them, and the new house had shit and piss all oh over it from God. the cats and dogs. Those poor kids, yeah. right? Man, yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, it, like I mean. It, it, it paid pretty well for like an 18 year old kid. I think it was like 10, 50 an hour or something mm-hmm. like that. And like, I was like, Oh yeah, I'll yeah, take for that. a high school job. And like, typically, honestly, that was just like one of the jobs we had. Other jobs were not that bad. Like, yeah. Like painting, like and doing, side we, it was like a janitor. Kind well, wasn't of guy it like did. all under the table? Yes. Like illegally oh. not paying taxes. <laughs> uh, I won't say that, uh, <laughs> recorded, but, uh, uh, I will say that the guy like charged this lady, Instead of like charging her a base price and then paying us out of his pocket, he would be like, "Okay, well, Dave and Adam worked eight hours a day, and at ten fifty, that'll be, you know, whatever right. it was." And so she ended up paying all this money that any other business would have charged way less for, and yeah. paid their employees that way. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely illegal. But it was it was it was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I remember like so I remember being like. <clears throat> It's a it's a quote unquote good job because it paid me well, but like I'd wake up in the morning and be like, ah, <laughs> I know I have to go into this house that it's smells that. so bad. And what sucks for you, Dave, you had to drive in from Madison. It was in some prairie. Mm-hmm. You had to drive in from it was like down the street from me, basically. Not ideal. Yeah, that's a sign of a bad job, though. Like when you like think about working like three days in advance. Like I remember, like my job <laughs> serving, I'd be like, I'd get done serving, and I'm like, oh man, I have three days off. Damn it, I got to work in three days, <laughs> yeah, right? Like you just think about it that far in advance, and you just try not to. But like you try and enjoy yourself. Like you start watching a movie, you're like halfway through, like there's a really funny line. <laughs> I gotta work in three days. Like, it's just on your job. mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that if you guys, anyone listening to this, you're trying to think of a story you, to tell, yeah. the job that is the worst job is the one that you think about like three, four, five days in advance and just like eat. When you, when you ask for time off and then you're already thinking, God, like, <laughs> shit is just gonna hit the fan. You can't even yeah. enjoy the days off. Yeah. Also, yeah, I mean, I've got a week off coming up, but then I gotta be back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also on the upside for Dave, he didn't have to live next to a hoarder like you did. That's oh. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, so uh, at the end of every podcast, I always ask all my guests, who's the most interesting person that you have uh, in your phone? Uh, and the way I always phrase the question is, if I was walking down the street, who could I flip through your contacts and see and be like, oh, I've got to call this person? And you might not have anybody. Uh, you know, a few of my guests have been uh, like C slash B slash celebrities. So they've had some people. Uh to remind you, my first guest was Tom Farley. His answer was Quincy Jones, the, the awesome. music producer. So awesome. uh, we just got to follow that up. Yeah, right. I know, right? Uh, my my current answer for my phone would be Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother, who's still an actor out in L.A. But uh, I know his sister, uh, Barb. Barb. Yeah. yeah, just coming in from the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's incredibly nice. So Dan, do you got anybody? Yeah. Um, I would have to say my friend John Cheadle and John Cheadle is that Don Cheadle's brother? Yeah, uh, no, because he was very white. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Perhaps from a different life, but he's—I don't know—he's he—I don't know how to properly encompass why he's so strange and so hilarious. But for one thing, he used to brew beer with me, so that was something we did together that was cool. But also. 
he just does the and says the weirdest stuff. Like he'll send he sends Snapchats like all day to me, and they're just of like absolutely nothing. Like he'll he'll send like he sent me a picture like yesterday of a um just like a uncooked steak in like wrapping and it just said help me and (laughs) like i don't understand like half the shit that he does but for some reason it's so hilarious and yeah i guess also to put it in context so i think this properly illustrates who he is one of the first parties i ever invited him to was one that me and jordan were hosting and he came over Jordan and I had never said a word to our neighbors. We put like a couple posts on the, <laughs> on the door saying that, uh, like, hey, we're going to have a party. party. Um, if you feel like stopping by, that's fine. But just so you know, we might get a little loud. If we do, just tell us <laughs> to stop that. <laughs> and we'll ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the first party we did was when we ignored people. But anyways, um, so Sheetal came and he, I guess, like, he sat out on the porch with my neighbor and talked to him for like 20 minutes, him and his girlfriend. At least that's what he says. Like, what I imagine him doing was just him, like, drunkenly rambling at people who were trying to get by him and get through the door to their apartment. <laughs> so, anyways, he came and he's like, dude, I met your neighbors. They're so awesome. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. I haven't really talked to him much, but that's cool. He's like, dude, should I invite him to the party? <laughs> I'm like, well, we left, like, these messages, like, sort of inviting them to the party. But, I mean, sure, if you want to. And, like... So, like, six minutes later, he, like, bursts back through my apartment and tells me what went down. But basically, he, like, knocked on my neighbor's door after they went inside, and there was no response. And he knew they were in there because he watched them walk in there. So he's like, oh, I'll just walk through the door. (laughs) Just walk (laughs) right in here. So he just walked right into my neighbor's apartment, completely uninvited, (laughs) and just walked around their apartment. He didn't see anything at first, but he was just strolling around. And then he looked at their couch... And they were, like, peeking up from behind the couch. Stop. And, and that's when he realized I'm what I'm... I'm <laughs> Yeah. That's when he realized what I'm doing is not okay. <laughs> so he, like, he got this super surprised look on his face, and he just sprinted out and went right back to my party and just stayed there the rest of the night, and they didn't say anything, so it was cool. But but that's why wow. John Sheetle is the most interesting man in my phone book. All right. That's no a good Quincy answer. Jones, but... <laughs> yeah, no Quincy Jones. Sorry, Don. Quincy Jones has nothing on yeah, I know. <laughs> I, Is his name really John Cheadle? It yeah. really is. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don Cheadle. Uh, that's the actor. Oh. Don Cheadle's yeah. the actor. That's yeah. why. Hence the jokes. Yes. Yeah. Jordan? Uh, most interesting contact is probably my friend Brian. Oh, uh, yeah. Brian Johnson is probably one of the most... He's probably the most entertaining person I've ever come across. It's a very confusing, like, split personality thing. Because on one hand, he's starting to be like an occupational therapist. He's basically... He he almost was going to be a doctor if he would have, like, not done so much, like... Ecstasy, his freshman year of college. <laughs> but he's an occupational therapist, and he's incredibly serious about what he does when it comes to like school and now work. Like yeah. he's he's been around the country doing clinicals and all this stuff. Um, I think right now he's still in Baltimore, um, so he's getting a lot of practice. You know, because gross, it's Baltimore. Um, <laughs> but it's for the wires filmed. We all know. Drop the pretenses. Um, 
But no, so this one half of him is this incredibly driven, incredibly serious, professional, you know, almost doctor. And the other half of him, the greatest story I have with this guy, when I went on spring break with him, like the, one of the last times I went on a spring break, he... We did this thing where we were just trying to like be douchebags and pick up girls from our uh, like our hotel balcony. Like we were just idiots, but it was like the you know it's the it's typical spring break. It was a typical spring break like debauchery fest hotel. Yeah. So like girls were just coming and looking pretty slutty, <laughs> pretty pretty slutty all the time, <laughs> and guys. We're not the classiest of gentlemen. We were pretty big assholes, but he oh, got the Dells. <laughs> 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 so his uh, we're just being stupid, cat calling whatever. And his move, he just leaves the balcony for a minute and comes back with a toaster. We're like Brian, what the fuck? What are you doing? Because we our our balcony overlooked a pool. We're like you can't yeah. even as a joke. Yeah. That's terrifying for people. So he just grabs it by the cord and like his new move, he just had it by the cord and dropped the actual toaster like in front of in front of girls. So it was like dangling in front of them. And they would look up like, what the hell are you doing? And you just go, hey girl, you ever been with a real toaster? Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was like, going to say that as it's well. A, it's at least creative. It's, it's unique. Creative. It's very unique. You can't... Get in the door. No. Like, listen, you, Quincy Jones I know. Creative. I understand. We've established that there's no beating Quincy Jones. <laughs> oh, whatever. It's not even any of you two that have Quincy Jones. Let's just be real here. And he's just... He, I've had so many entertaining stories. And I, I still hear from him pretty regularly. Like, I, we Snapchat the stupidest crap back and forth. I, he's just one of those guys... I don't know. It, he's, that, he's that person that... You don't see often enough, but like once you see him, it's immediately like you never like. You're like, ask. oh yeah, why don't I see you? Well, it's because like, he lives, I, I you know, should, yeah. hundreds of miles away. But <laughs> yeah. other than oh, that minor hiccup, okay, I'm an asshole. Hiccup. I get it. No, other than that, no, he's like that guy though. But once you see him, the second you see him again, it's like you never were gone. Yeah, it's he's he's the most weird, entertaining, awesome friend I've had from Milwaukee. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm like, I scrambled through my contacts, and probably if someone just grabbed this and looked at it, I have a contact in here. What's titled O? <laughs> I have no idea what it is. It's just the letter O. The letter O. Someone's like, is no there an actual ideas. number associated with it? I, I'm too scared to click on it. I'm too scared to press it. But it'd be either, either be O. You might be wondering who's this O. Yeah. Or also, I have Apple Inc. and that could mean anything, but. Uh, I think every app, every iPhone has that until you delete it. Oh. <laughs> I learned something. You just got called out. No. I, I feel the pressure that Dave's talking about. Honestly, for me, it was either talking about Brian or there's just a lot of contacts on my phone yeah. generates. So it's either my friend Brian or Craigslist four six zero one two seven four eight three eight that I believe that every Apple phone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is, but there, it was a it was a toss up. I've yeah. got one person in my phone as Weird Girl, and that is from when me and Jordan. I think it was me and Jordan. We went to Soto, and outside yeah. of Soto, there was this girl who's like, "Hey, can you just text me and see if it's like if it's gonna if it's good in there? Like if it's if people are having a good time? If yeah. it's good in there? Yeah." yeah. And, and I was like, uh, "Oh, okay. I guess I can do that." And then she tried to sell us ecstasy. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, which we which we stupidly declined. <laughs> Weird rolling girl, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that would have been a more apt title. Yes. It really would have been. Was that you mean Sean? Was that the time you mean Sean went? I think it was. Anyway, anyway, uh, 
real quick, uh, you know, you guys all uh, started coming to Story Slam this just this past year. And uh, yes. sell it. We're going to end the podcast here. Sell sell the upcoming story slam. Why do you come? All right, we're not on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, what? What? Because you guys, you guys came yeah, honestly, on a whim I've like started. one time, and and then I think you guys have come every time Pretty since. Much. Like, why? Why? What? What is it about story slam that makes you want to come every time? Honestly, I'll start. I think the coolest thing, and it's not because like people I know are there, which for me, honestly, it's kind of unique that like a bunch of people that I know, you guys, my friends, and like, a lot of people I know are, attend, is really awesome to be able to, I mean, you say this all the time, but hear other people's stories. And stories that I tell are ones that like my family's sick of hearing. Because yeah. <laughs> like, you tell them all the time, and like they roll their eyes, there goes Dave again with the story about the toaster. It's not a story. I'm just using an example. But <laughs> like you just like use these stories. And like everyone loves to hear people's life experiences, and everyone can relate to like... You know, especially with jobs, the time when you like, like screwed up, like you dropped food while serving it or something like that. And I feel like everyone can relate to it. Besides, I mean, like if you can get people that you know to go there, it's, it's just a good time for sure. Uh, I just think it's, I don't know. I like the atmosphere. I think most of all, it's just like a very, like, it doesn't feel like, you know, like you're a bunch of people at a bar that like don't know each other and have no interaction with each other, but at the same time, I think it's got all of the good parts about being at a bar, along with, I don't know, I, I feel like there's an interesting social interaction that happens that you don't really get anywhere else. Like, there's a really interesting interplay between, like, audience and uh, and storyteller, and then, you know, you switch roles when the storyteller or the audience becomes the storyteller, and you just kind of, like, it feels like you get to know a lot of people, even if you don't necessarily have... Even if you don't even talk right, to them. Yeah, like even that. if you don't necessarily have face-to-face interactions and it does and i mean like i have talked to people just because i've been there like people have come up to me and like talked to me about stories i've told and stuff which is cool too but like even if you don't like i feel like there's a good amount of people there that i know pretty well even though i've never talked to them mm-hmm. just because of or seen them outside yeah, of yeah, yeah. just because right. of the really interesting mannerisms that you see about them and just i don't know and all the different stories that they tell about their lives you feel included i guess for sure and Jordan, for you, it's just about the beer. I was, no, I was going to say, I'm not that highbrow, though. It's entertaining as hell. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like, like, I'm just, it's, it, there's no other way to really say it. It's just so entertaining to see because, and, and you all, Adam, always reference it when talking about, like, Dave, when he goes up and down, you be, almost kind of become a different person. Like, yeah. you see people come out of their shell a lot when they're out there telling those stories. To see the transformation on people when they go from like you know the the kind of quiet shuffle up there and then you know they're selling a part of their life that for them is a really you yeah. know either personal or really it, it, it's almost like when you walk up there you have to be it, you walk through a transformation you have to become a salesman right for for a certain amount of time I, honestly and this is a stupid comparison for whatever reason in my head every time I see people walking up there and like even when I was doing it myself I think of it as like when you're when like a, a like a boxer or an MMA fighter is sure. walking like doing their entrance walk to like the ring, it's like you have to you have to like flip that switch. You have to go from just me to I got to put on a show for somebody. Like I have to perform and be under this spotlight and yeah. everything. And it it's really cool because in you know you talk to people a little bit after their stories you see them kind of revert back to that natural state. But for that, totally. for that couple minutes they're up there, it's, it's really, it is this entertaining one. They're telling a story that for them is either really, you know, a lot of people tell, you know, really personal stories, you know, sometimes they're you know, obviously they're really funny and everybody's got their thing, but like 
for them, it's this thing that they've lived. They've probably told a, a couple dozen times, but for you know, they got to sell it like it's the first time again. And you see that animation come out of them. You see, you know, they're remember they're remembering the details as they're coming out and all that stuff. And it's yeah. just like it's really entertaining to see that process come out of somebody. Totally. Well, I'll cool. just take thirty seconds to plug the podcast because I do listen to it at work. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. If this is the first one you're listening to, I realize there's a lot of conversation between friends. This podcast is absolutely awesome. I'll turn it on at work, and it's just awesome to be able. To, like he's had mayoral candidates on, candidates on here. He's had brewery owners, Ale Asylum, um, Chris Farley's brothers. It's just really interesting to hear people's perspective on life. It's really casual and really good listening. Like if you're at work or something, for me, I plug in my headphones as soon as i get to work turn on the podcast and you just hear this and you engage with it and especially like the mayoral candidates the local breweries you get to engage with people in the community as well even while you're at work it's awesome podcast listen up cool all right well uh that's really what we're all about is building community through storytelling uh that's the goal of the podcast that's the goal of story slam and uh if you want to be a part of our community you can come to the uh wilmar center at 953 jennifer street that's on friday february 27th our theme is worst job bring your your best story about your worst job everybody's had one uh but uh, it'll be fun you can find us on facebook uh by searching madison story slam you can find us on twitter and instagram at story uh story slam madison that's what i said before that's right um i don't have much else to say uh again you know what i just want to end with i i want to thank jph again for uh, the many years of a great story slam event at their venue um other than that uh dave dan jordan it's been a pleasure um thank you adam yeah, uh, keep uh, keep living lives that are worth telling stories about. In the words of those guys from Titanic, it was an honor and a privilege tonight, <laughs> <It was> gentlemen. 